Do you want to be a better coach? Georgia Southern University can help. We offer a fully online master's in kinesiology created by coaches for working coaches. Our full-time faculty combines for over 100 years of coaching experience. Georgia Southern's program is nationally accredited, so you know you are getting quality. We pioneered fully online programs over a decade ago and have had students from 27 states and multiple countries. No matter where you are in the world, Georgia Southern University can help. There is no GRE requirement, and it only takes 14 months to complete. You start classes in May and finish the following July. We have coaches just starting out to veteran coaches of over 30-plus years. So no matter where you are on your coaching journey, Georgia Southern can help. Follow us at GSCoachEd or look us up, and Georgia Southern can help you be a better coach fully online. Coaches, this is Coach Matt Dennis, and I'm truly excited and blessed to join Coach Furtado on the Championship Vision Podcast. If you're a coach looking to get better at your craft, you're really going to love this episode. If you'd like more great coaching content, I encourage you to check out other episodes on the podcast, as well as to head over to CoachMattDennis.com, where you can join my newsletter and sign up for a free trial of the Coaching Lab, where my goal is to help coaches find more success in less time. Hi, everybody. Hey, this is uh, Coach Kevin Furtado, the Championship Vision Podcast. We are episode 329. Uh, we have the great honor. We have four uh, unbelievable, great, influential coaches here in Georgia. Coach Nicole Dixon, head girls coach at uh, Foley Innocence. Uh, Tim Slater, head coach at Grayson. And Dean Durden, head coach at Buford. Uh, just Coaches that have done it all, state championships, and are very influential in getting things better for the girls, the girls basketball uh, out here in Georgia. Coaches, hey, welcome to the podcast, man. It's going to be exciting. Thanks, thanks for having us, Kevin. Appreciate it. Hey, Nicole, you want to get it started? Talk about uh, the Georgia Basketball Coaches Association live event coming up, man. We're all interested in kind of hearing what's going on with it. Yeah, thanks. First, Kevin, thank you so much for having us. And, you know, we're we're just trying to um, get the word out about this amazing event um, opportunity for our girls basketball players and teams in the state of Georgia. Um, you know, we kind of joked around about just calling a hashtag and saying hashtag recruit Georgia. But in all seriousness, um, this is just a great opportunity um, to start out. First, I just really want to say thank you to our high school boys coaches. Um, they have not gotten enough credit for helping us and have been super instrumental and in just really teaching us all about the intricacies and nuances related to, to running this type of events. Um, Alan Whitehart, Jesse McMillan, Ryan Cudell, Joe Dix, Roy Welsh, they're on the executive board for GBCA. Um, and they have spent hours of time and picked up the phone um, helping us um, along the way. So that's been really cool. They're, they're experts now at running this type of event because um, NCAA uh, men's have allowed a Scholastic Live event now for, I think, is it year six? Gene, Tim, is it year six? I think they're going on. Um, and so two years ago, we wanted to get this going. And actually, Tim and I were in a meeting together with the guys, and I thought we were going to have to hand – um, select and 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 pick, you know, where the teams go and how the the scheduling works uh, with the you know over 120 something teams and and they were they 
even day one said, no, you don't, you don't have to do it by hand. You know, this is how you start it. Um, so just want to give them a quick shout out and say thank you to them um, for really helping us understand what we're doing. And they worked out a lot of kinks early on in their process and have helped us navigate and avoid those kinks early on. So uh, we really want to give it over to Gene Durden. He's going to talk a little bit about um, what the Girl Scholastic Live period is. Well, we're real excited about this event. As Nicole said, the boys have uh, got a little bit of experience doing this, and, and we really relied on them and their knowledge and all to get this going. But we just feel like that that this is going to be a great event, another platform to to for our our players in Georgia to be exposed to uh, college coaches and a lot of positive things. Um, you know, we feel like that, that this is going to be a time that we can get a bunch of uh, – the teams throughout Georgia together. It's almost, we all know how much we've enjoyed going to team camps and all of those type things. Well, this is going to be like a huge, huge team camp. Can't even imagine it, you know, with over a hundred something teams there. So we get to get a lot of people together. We get to get our girls from Georgia on a, a platform there in their high school setting, uh, which is going to, to hopefully uh, show a side of them that, that a lot of times college coaches don't get to see uh, them in there because a lot of times, you know, they play different roles for their high school teams. They are uh, different leadership roles, different things they have to do and all this. So we're just really, really, really excited. It's going to also give us the opportunity to put a lot of great matchups together that might not can happen during the season because of travel and those type of things. Uh, but we're just so excited to be able to showcase the talent that we have in Georgia uh, in front of, of, of college coaches. And I think it's going to be a great, fun experience for them. Uh, we kind of did a test run last year, and, and, man, it turned out so well. And we're really excited this year to, to have Division One coaches able to come in. And uh, we just think it's going to be a great opportunity for our coaches for our programs, uh, and more importantly, for our players. And uh, that's what our organization is about. It's about helping kids, and it's about helping coaches. And we think that this is going to be a great step in, in that direction. So I think the big challenge for us was, you know, really determining – how we could as high school coaches like get this live period you know so on the guys side there are currently eight NCAA live periods um so the girls have six uh because obviously we don't have the NBA draft combine or the NBA players association top 100 so we have six you know there's two in April there's two in July and so for us that June period was kind of a period like Gene said that we didn't have uh anything for our kids and the great thing was that it gave us an opportunity like gene said people are playing on different teams during may and or you know april may and july which is great because it gets them outside of just the 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 normal role they would have in high school maybe they are in a different role or an expanded role or a more specific role so like just giving colleges opportunities to see kids in different roles um but for us to get that that weekend for us for that live period in, in june has been huge um, and, you know, last year, like Gene said, it was a test run. We, we had Division II, Division III, NAIA, JUCO, uh, et cetera, that could come. But this year will be the first year we really have Division I that are eligible to come. And so we're really excited about really pushing that. Um, and it all really started with the concept of, of the live period. And I guess, Nicole, that started, you know, with a conversation that we all had, what, like two, three years ago? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, Ernie Yarbrough, um, I think it was an Atlanta tip-off uh, right right at the very end of that season when, when COVID hit. And it, it was interesting. We were just a big group of, of coaches in there. And Ernie said, hey, you know, the guys got this going. Would love to have something for the girls. You know, what do you guys think? Can you guys call um, some college coaches and see how to get this uh, passed from the NCAA committee? And, you know, end of the year, end of the school year, um, you know, try to just cold call some people. And so lots of coaches in Georgia started doing that. Um, Gene and I specifically were, were kind of hitting on a couple of uh, coaches and, and encouraging the college coaches to, to let us do this. Um, there was, you know, some college coaches that said, Hey, why don't we just do it in July? And, and like you said, Tim, we, we really wanted to um, maintain the integrity of, the July period. So it could be left as an AAU period. We did not want to infringe on that. There's huge benefit for our kids for AAU. And so we looked at um, June and we, we were able to get that passed um, after really two full years of, of talking with different people from the committee. And that's, it's been pretty amazing. Um, and so now we're at the, the next phase of, you know, getting more of our high school coaches involved and, and they have really, really stepped up. I've been you know, getting text messages all day from coaches saying, hey, you know, how can I help um, with this event? And and really what we just, we need is people on site that can just take the initiative and, and see problems before they happen, whether it's running of ice at the event or we need sponsorship uh, for a fantastic hospitality room for our college coaches. Um, any of those things, just step up and, and help us. Um, you know, it's, Kevin, I want to give a huge shout out to, to Tim. Also, he doesn't, you know, probably want a lot of people to know this because he is humble. Um, and but he has really led us um, in the area of scheduling. It is no easy task. Um, I'm not the smartest person in the world, um, but my my one gift is probably being able to identify really smart people like him. And so I asked him a couple of years ago, um, hey, can you help us do the scheduling? And he said yes and figured it out. And it is the hardest job. I he won't tell anybody this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on him here. He's probably spent over a hundred hours at least in setting up the schedule. It's very, very difficult to do that. And um Tim, we we appreciate you. Uh you probably don't get enough thanks. So I appreciate you doing that and, and learning how to um to help in this in this area because I'm not sure very many people would have that level of skill that you have. Well, I think the cool part about it is, you know, as we really look at what this is supposed to be, right, this is supposed to be as inclusive as possible and as 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 big of a promotional arm as we can. You know, we've we really had an opportunity to reach out through scheduling, you know, and we've got some of our teams that are further away, you know, some of our teams from South Georgia, some of our teams from North Georgia who are, are participating in a Travelers League. And what that does is it allows us to bring them in late on one day and then play early the next day. Um, you know, and then through some partnerships with the hotels, we were able to help alleviate some costs for them, but they still get to be involved in it. So it's really become with that piece as far as the scheduling, it's it's been great to really kind of expand our network across the state to really make it the GBCA and not just like the Metro or just the South or just the North, like you just make it like we've really tried to make it as inclusive as possible. Um, you know, we have 123 teams right now that are in it. We'd love to see that number go up. Uh, we're limited right now facilities wise. 
Um, but we have a, a 123 teams competing across three different leagues. Uh, and we have a lot of really, like Gene said, great matchups that don't happen throughout the course of the year. And so the goal is really to try to get as many colleges in. Um, and it's no, it's no small feat because, again, we want to make sure we don't have people in, from the same region, you know, people for that are, you know, stereotypical uh, rivals like aren't playing in the summer. We really try to make those dream matchups that don't happen throughout the year happen this June uh, because, you know, the fans want to see them and the colleges want to see them. And so as big as the schedule is and as big of a pain in the neck sometimes as it can be, just <laughs> figuring out, you know, 238 games across seven courts in three days, it's really worth it when you have a quality product that the kids can really, the kids are excited to play and the coaches are excited to play and the college coaches are excited to see. And so, you know, I think one big thing, you know, Nicole said, you know, there's a couple of things that we would love or that, you know, we hope people that are listening to this podcast would see. I think the first thing we would say is, we, you know, the sponsorship piece and, and being able to really flood more finances into girls basketball and into this event to really make it a premier event. So like, you know, we, we've got to be able to, house and, and and have a hospitality room for our college coaches so that they want to be there so that it's an appealing thing to them you know people love to be places when you feed them and so that's a mm -hmm. huge thing if you've got if you've got a connection or if you've got a, a way to improve the hospitality room that's one thing but then the second thing and the easier thing for everybody that can be involved and even not involved is just a promotion piece like really putting it out there for us that we spent this much time getting this many teams and getting these marquee matchups and we've got the you know, this product that is such a great way for kids to be, uh, you know, connected to colleges, um, that promotional piece and doing that via our social media. And Nicole's been great. Um, and, and with that and leading and identifying some talent, you know, with, with some folks. Um, but Nicole, like, would you really kind of maybe share a little bit about how folks can, how co coaches and parents and players and everybody that's yeah. invested in this can really help promote this event? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, just go to your team. Uh, as high school coaches, go to your team and, and say, hey, go to the Twitter handle at Girls GBCA Live um, and retweet everything we do. Um, and then when you do that, tweet at specific college coaches that you want to see there. The college coaches um, have a lot on their plate as well. Um, but we want the college coaches to know that we would love to see them in the stands so that they can evaluate um, our kids. And this is new for Division One coaches. Um, you know, a ton of high school coaches have just done an outstanding job already at um, calling college coaches and saying, "Hey, we've got this event," and they're and this this has happened a couple times. Coaches have said, "Wait, when is the Scholastic Live event?" And so it's so fresh, so new. Um, that even some of the college coaches don't know about the event. So getting the word out, um, calling does take up time. Um, you know, I do it on the way home sometimes and the, the way back uh, to school in the mornings and uh, try to use my time wisely there. But even though it's not the most efficient means, it is probably the most beneficial because they want to know about the event and college coaches want um, to be there, but they have to know more details. Um, something else players, coaches, fans, parents, um, you know, we're going to be sending out a template um, that every single high school coach can use, and they can send that template to their players, uh, but it's pretty basic. They can send that template to their players. Their players can put their picture on the template um, with any information that they want, team, their classification. They can put their GPA if they want, and then they can tweet that at 
um, college coaches. Um, you know, just to, you know, give everybody a little bit of a background on the Scholastic Live period and the NCAA committee, every two years the committee will meet. And so we've got this year and the next year to definitely have Division One coaches. Um, but we have to make sure that they understand that um, we are going to put on the best event possible um, to allow them to come and, and evaluate kids in Georgia. Um, and a lot of that will just be word of mouth um, that we can use social uh, media and just the phone, pick them up, pick up the call, pick up the phone and actually call them. Um, and just thank you to all the high school coaches that have already committed to doing that. Um, we've gotten a great review back from them. Um, and then just something to be aware of. Other states are having these types of events. Um, we want to provide an environment that is the best one in the entire country, um, but at the same time allows um, college coaches to come recruit our talent here in Georgia because we believe we have the best um, here for them. And our boys have actually created, you know, one of the best events, the premier event of the entire country as well. So we believe we can do that, but really need the help um, of our student athletes, their parents, um, and the high school coaches. I think another thing too that this going to really this event's going to do is is when the, the GBCA was created, it was kind of trying to unite coaches in, in in Georgia. And when you're doing this type of event, you're bringing in so many coaches, so many programs. Relationships are being formed better. You you it's it's, it's we just feel like it's going to really just help out all the way across the state. Uh, because of kind of uniting everybody on, on the front and knowing what we're trying to do with the uh, Georgia Basketball Coach Association. And I just think that that's going to really, really, really help in a positive view of all these coaches reaching out to help these kids and help them get exposure at this event and, and running a top-notch event. So I think it's going to help unite a, a more solid front in Georgia and, and really help out. Uh, we've had so many coaches that, you know, they want to help, they want to be a part of it and everything else. And, and I just feel like this is this really ties them in and, and brings a bunch of people in together, all for a united front that, that's all about helping kids. Because when the bottom line is, is said, that's what coaches are supposed to do is impact kids' lives. So this is, we feel like hopefully this event is going to be one of those things that that, that helps do that. And Gene, like along that, those veins of connecting and uniting, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a stakeholder in, in girls basketball, um, you know, reach out to us. You know, we, we've got a independent, uh, you know, it's a GBCA girls live event at gmail.com, which is a direct email that the executive board has access to. Um, you can reach out to any of us on Twitter. I know, you know, I'm Slater underscore coach. My cell number's on my header. Like, so we're easy and accessible. Um, if you've got an idea, if you've got something that you're passionate about, if you've got something that you, you want to be connected to, because again, it was created, like Gene said, to unite. And so we want to get these stakeholders involved and get people that, you know, want to help us create this and grow this, uh, because it really just, even last year, we had so many stories of girls that got opportunities at colleges and offers that came directly from this weekend. Uh, and so that's kind of the big, the big thing for us. So you know, sometimes though, like as as members of the of the board, we get so close to it, we're on top of it. You know, Kevin, I think you can provide a unique perspective. What are questions that somebody like you know yourself, who's maybe new to it, like as far as the event or as on the outside of the event, what are some things maybe that you you have questions about or that you might want to 
you know, have us shed light on because sometimes we we're too close to really see the the forest for the trees, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I, last year at uh, Walnut Grove, um, I know we got a lot out of it. The crowds were great. Um, I know our kids got a lot out of it. It was very well run last year for the first time. She all did a terrific job. Um, how was it formed as far as um, as far as how you get the matchups? How are you matching up teams and so forth? You just mentioned that earlier. Are you trying to, is there any specific um, method you guys are using to kind of get the best matchups and so forth at all the different levels? So we have teams sign up and then they indicate, you know, what their what their previous record was. They indicate what their, their number of returners are, what level they feel they're going to be at. Um, and so we use that as a guide. It's not, you know, steadfast or, or hard or difficult, but it's just it's kind of a baseline guide. And then for us, we really try to make sure that we're not including teams that are in the same region, not including teams that are crosstown rivals. And we're really then trying to find like matchups with marquee players too, like, you know, as far as people that are involved, you know, if there's a really good big on one team or another, on another, we try to make yeah. that happen. We got two really good guards or two teams that press or like, we try to really just try to find those um, and, and include that. But truthfully, Kevin, it's, it seems harder, but it's not because we have so many quality teams, you know, and, and that's one thing I know in my heart, I can't wait. You know, we have 123 teams and this will be the smallest that ever is. Like we only want it to get bigger. We only want to have, more teams involved. We only want to get more folks involved. And so, you know, as far as the matchups go, we, we really, it's a lot easier than it sounds just because there's so much good basketball uh, and good coaching in the state of Georgia. And so we're really blessed in that regard. Yeah. And um, I know this, I'm in a new school of commerce out there and there's probably about nine or 10 counties within 20 miles. <laughs> it's amazing out there, but you got Jefferson, you got all these great schools out there. Uh, even, even the smaller schools, uh, can benefit from this, right? It's not just about the big seven, eight schools. Talk about, you guys are trying to reach out because there's talent everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think Gene did a fantastic job just talking about why GBCA was originally uh, formed. A, a lot of it is about relationships, um, but, but also promoting these kids from all over the entire state of Georgia. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Georgia, uh, moved here when I was five, right? And as I started to get older, I recognized that, you know, boys had a lot more opportunity um, and it's gotten better and better and better in the state of Georgia. And so with this, it, it really has helped us um, put a spotlight on every single team in the state. And then it connects us to those high school coaches that just want to do better, be better um, for these young women who, you know, they want the opportunities um, that that other people have. And so that gets me excited. Um, we, we're here to grow our game and and the game is really about people. You know, it's about those kids that, that we're serving and we want to give them opportunities. Um, you know, even if they don't want to play collegiate basketball, give them the opportunity to be on um, a stage where they're competing against a team they may, may never see during the year. Um, and and form those relationships and those experience that are really kind of going into their entire life. And so, you know, just as um, a young girl that grew up here in Georgia, um, I get pretty excited that a group of people care so much about girls basketball, they would, you know, put something like this together. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm grateful for it. And that's the main reason why we're doing is for these kids. Great. 
coaches, any more, any more things you want to add about maybe the, uh, the format of the event, anything else that you guys want to add uh, before we leave? Anything else, coaches, you good? Hello, Gene, you got anything? <laughs> I would just say, you know, we're going Thursday, Friday, Saturday this year, and we will start, we'll start at nine and end at, you know, we start at eight and end at nine. And so you'll have 13 hours of great basketball all in nice. a row. Um, nice. and, and you'll have seven courts going at times. And so there is so much good basketball. If you're a hoop head and you want to be there, there's so much good basketball to be seen and had. Um, and, you know, most teams will play, uh, you know, at least two two games a day. And so you'll have an opportunity to not only just see them once, but see them twice. And so it's something that it's really, like I said, some of the some of the matchups, like we had, you know, one coach, and I won't say who it was last year, who asked, and they were like, Slater, can you please just print out the giant grid? Because I just want to highlight. And I, and it was like a kid at Disney World, like, I'm going to go on this ride. I'm going to go on this ride. I'm going to go on this ride. And they were so excited about just the quality of the, of the teams and the matchups and, and being able to be, okay, I'm going to be in this court at this time, this court on that time, this court. And they were so, okay, I got to sit in between court five and six because court five's got this game and court six. And they were so excited about the opportunity to see our kids. Um, that's really the the energy. And and I, it's hard to explain unless you're in the building. And so we really want to have folks um, to, to be there this year. You know, like you said, Kevin, the crowds were great. We only anticipate that getting bigger and better. Uh, and it, the energy in, in the building is really, really a unique and wonderful thing uh, because you have communities, whole communities coming out to watch teams. And so it's yeah. a it's a fun, fun time. Kevin, we yeah. really appreciate yeah. you having us. Um, you know, we we really value what you do. Uh, I know you, you know, coach elementary PE and <laughs> you right. are the master at it, you know. Um, so you do that all day long. You're taking time out of your day. And then also, you, you know, you just do a great job um, promoting girls basketball and, and coaching within our state, wherever you go. Um, I just appreciate, I know um, Tim and, and Jean appreciate just the, the culture that you're building um, and the type of person that you are. So, so thanks for having us on your podcast. Um, it, it, it means a lot to us that you care so much that you would take time out of the day um, to really promote this event because we all want to grow and raise these young women as best we can. Well, I appreciate you guys on that. You guys are uh, <clears throat> definitely influential in, in making girls basketball better here in Georgia. I know you guys are great, all great mentors to with me. So I appreciate everything you guys done for me, but Hey, thank you guys for coming on June 15th to 17th. Sawani, Sawani sports complex live event coming up guys. So if you have any questions, contact one of these three coaches, Gene Durden, Nicole Dixon, Tim Slater, they'd be glad to, to help you guys out. Coaches, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Enjoy.